You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the War Luck Program. My name is Al Juice. I'm with CeeLo today as Jerry is co-hosting, filling in for Mr. Boomer size, and he'll be with CeeLo at 6 o'clock. He is awake. He's the wait. We saw Jerry. He told us what was on the back page of the newspaper. It was yep. not Patrick Kane Rangers related. It was something about a, gal, a guy named Volpe. Yeah. Whoever that is. Anthony Volpe, big Yankee prospect. A Let prospect. off with a home run yesterday. We're putting prospects on the back page of the newspaper. Well, he's, a, he's one of the top prospects in baseball. And oh, is that right? Potentially has a chance to make the team out of spring training. Probably unlikely, even if he plays well. Jersey guy as well. Volpius, mm-hmm. who is when you were, what's the youngest you can remember a, like a, the youngest age you were, where you remember hearing about a Yankee prospect who then turned out to be a great Yankee? Derek Jeter. So you recall when you were younger hearing about this Jeter kid who hadn't come up yet? Um, hmm, interesting. Probably like this around this time, ninety six yeah. was when. I mean, he had gotten the like the September call up in ninety five. I can't claim that I was locked in on that. How old were you in ninety five? I was ni- I was nine, going on ten. Nine. So spring training of ninety six, I had just turned ten. I was working full time at the sports radio station yeah, man. when you were nine. I mean, doesn't holy matter. crap! You know, when holy you're younger, still- that those gaps is much yeah. more significant now. That's true. It's irrelevant. Who cares? I remember uh, just a number. hearing about Daryl Strawberry. Oh, was this guy in the, at the Tidewater Tides. You got a strawberry, strawberry. Yeah, so I went to a lot of Met games as a kid because I was born in, in Queens, and my dad used to get seats from work. So I loved Daryl and Doc. But I was, you know, two, three. I didn't know about them in their, in their minor league careers. All I knew was, hey, they play for the Mets. They're on baseball cards. That's awesome. We're here to see them. Yes. It's exciting. Exactly. My so, first now? Yeah. Lee Mazzilli. Nice. You hear about this Lee Mazzilli on the Tidewater Tides? Yeah. He's going to come up and he's going to set the world on fire. The Tidewater Tides. Yeah. Where were they located? I think that was in Virginia. Tide, Tidewater. Oh, okay. Where Where's Tidewater? That's Virginia. I think it's in Virginia. Okay, because it became the Norfolk Tides, which I knew was yeah. in Virginia. So Tidewater has got to be nearby, I'd imagine. Got it. Very good. That really sets you up also to your age and as you age in life and how you feel getting older. So it's like you you heard about this Derek Jeter, right, when you were a kid. Then Derek Jeter comes up. Then Derek Jeter retires. Yes. Then Derek Jeter goes to the Hall of yep. Fame. Different generations. Like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Getting old. I was here for that guy's whole career. Right. I used to do the thing like, well, this guy's how old, so-and-so, you know, I'll imagine myself at that age. And the, now I'm like, I'm 37. I'm, uh, I'd be, like, they're calling Patrick Kane, you know, over the hill at 34. I'm yeah. like, damn. <laughs> I'll give you one. So um, after Queens, we moved down to Northern Virginia, not the Norfolk area, but like D.C. suburb for my dad's work as well. And they had a minor league team down there, which I think might still exist. I don't know what they're called now. But at the time, they were the Prince William Cannons. And it was a Yankees affiliate, like low A ball. So we used to go to those games as well. 
at the time, I wouldn't have realized, but I think when we were going, Jorge Posada might have been coming through there. I think Andy Pettit was briefly with them. So point being, I maybe not wasn't aware of them, yeah. but there's a very real chance that when, when I was at the game, I saw Jorge Posada and other Yankee farm system guys playing low A ball. The other weird pro- projection of someone's career in your life goes to when they, like, I always think of a guy like Willie Randolph. So, like, I remember Willie Randolph, second baseman for the Yankees. Then Willie Randolph retires. Then Willie Randolph becomes a Met manager. Then Willie Randolph goes to manage other teams. Mm-hmm. And then he's gone. He's a from, Yankee coach. He's a Yankee coach now? No, he. I think before he was, he was oh. on the one, not, maybe not for every year. I forget the timing of all of it, but certainly he was with the on the Yankee staff, I want to say, for at least... One of the world's the worst though is when one of these guys that you remember from your childhood that they they played when you were a kid, then they became managers, then they retired, then they go to the Hall of Fame, then they're dead. I was going to say, then they die, then they're dead, and then you're like, Jeez. now what in life? Now what, Sila? Oh, uh, let's see. Yeah, Yankees base and bench coach for eleven seasons, and then in '04 was named Met manager for the '05 season. So I, maybe he was there for all the championships. God, a, I'm getting old. What a lovely man. We met Willie yes. Randolph a couple of times. Just friendly, happy. Happy I mean, go lucky. I don't think I've ever heard or read or seen a bad thing said no. about him. Very friendly. He's down there uh, in Yankee camp right now, talking up Anthony Volpe. Oh, Actually is that right? said he reminds him of Jeter. There he's got it the, is. He's got the it factor. It all comes full there circle. There you go. By the way, yesterday I see that uh, Wandy Peralta struck a dude out in 20 seconds. Have you seen the video? That is awesome. Did you see the video? CeeLo, I don't have 20 seconds to give the video. <laughs> Come on. I don't have time. <laughs> With what time am I going to find it to watch so this fast. video? It, so that I I don't think that there was no Yankee TV thing yet. It was in Bradenton where the Pirates are. So their guys did it. And yeah. Gio will know the the announcers from, from Pittsburgh. And it was happened so fast. They like they were like tripping over their words. <laughs> so they, you just get the ball. And they were like trying to break it down, and it just happened so fast. <laughs> he was like pitch clock. Let's go. Yes. And Wandy Peralta prior to this even will work in the quick pitch every now and then, and he did it twice in that at bat. I love. Good it. morning. Good afternoon. Good night. This is going to be awesome. So, so that is cool. Yeah. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Uh, now, something I wanted to get to here, CeeLo. This is more of an item. Uh, Travis Kelsey is hosting Saturday Night Live this week. Okay. First of all, we've already forgotten about Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs. You should have done this weeks ago. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like we're all, It's over. I guess. It's his off season now. I mean. But, like, do it the week after the Super Bowl. He was probably still hungover. I feel like I this is guess. like I feel like the Super Bowl's two months ago. What month are we in? March? Uh yeah, it was less than a month ago. Feels long. Yeah. Feels I like I'm we're into baseball season. We're doing are you basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I am so locked into this Volpe yeah, kid. Yeah, who's this Volpe and guy? And his career. Yeah, whatever. 
And there's Wandy Peralta striking dudes out in 20 yeah. seconds. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, ah, I've already lost interest. I had slight interest in seeing Travis Kelsey on Saturday Night Live. I've lost interest. But I do have the promo to play for you. Okay. If you think, if you're looking for top-notch comedy, Before Sheila, you do that, yeah. if it were Mahomes or Andy Reid, would you feel differently? Andy Reid, 100%. Well, I'm fully go. locked so in. So it's more about Kelsey than it is the Chiefs angle. But Mahomes I'd be bored with as well. Okay. Like, yeah, it's enough. Got it. So this is a Travis Kelsey. This is the promo Saturday Night Live is running. And he's uh, the musical guest, very hot artist, Kelsey Ballerini. Okay. She's very big in the country world. Yes, I'm, uh, that is a name I'm familiar with. So it's a Travis Kelsey. It's a Kelsey Ballerini and a, a woman I assume is a is a current cast member on SNL. Mm-hmm. It's very brief, so here it is, if I'm potted up here. Hi, I'm Travis Kelsey, and I will be hosting SNL this week with musical guest Kelsey Ballerini. Kelsey, you should change your last name to Travis so we'd have Travis Kelsey and Kelsey Travis. Or maybe he should change his first name to Ballerini. I don't know. Oh, I've always wanted to be a ballerina. Seriously? Good form. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Almost as good as that uh, Tom Brady comedy joke we heard last week. The Tom Brady uh, turning into stand-up into comedy? Into a comedian. Yeah. Whatever the, what was the, 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 there was a joke. Someone told a story about Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Um, listen, Saturday Night Live is right now in a downtime. Right now? Yeah. Well, listen, they've they've had peaks. Yeah, when was the last one? They've had peaks. Like, the last one? Yeah. For me? Right. Probably the um, the <laughs> Amy Poehler. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Jimmy Fallon. That's a while ago now. Uh, who's Kristen Wiig was the very woman good on who, that. I, who I love. On Molly that. Shannon? No, the, the writer. The writer? Tina Fey. Oh, Tina Fey, okay. That was a great... Well, like yesterday something came up in this in the uh, Tina Fey was a lot more than a writer, to be fair. But go ahead. Right, right. But I mean, she was the head writer. Okay. And a very good profile. I love Tina Fey. Yes. Uh, and you were on here yesterday saying women aren't funny. There's a funny woman. Excuse me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yesterday, uh, Eddie and I were in there off the air, and Eddie. So we referenced Saturday Night Live somehow, and Eddie said, "Oh, it hasn't been funny since Bill Murray." Like, there's people like that. That. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. Had yeah. many over the years, many uh, casts which were very funny, but then a lot of downtime. I would say they've in more recent years they've had like individual standouts and people that were very talented, very yeah. funny that went on to be successful. But I, I listen. I haven't sat through a full Saturday. Night. I couldn't even tell you how long. Certainly not since my kids were born. Yeah, but like. When I see the clips, I just feel like, I don't know, it, it just doesn't hit home for me anymore. Yeah. Maybe that's more about me, but I just feel like the a lot of it's obviously gotten very political, which to me, I, I, I can do without that. I used to like when they would have people that would impersonate, you know, the various presidents or uh, political figures, which I'm sure they still do. But like I'm, I'm going I'm trying to think of um, Daryl Hammond was very good at that. Uh, Phil Hartman was very good at that. Dana, Dana Carvey. Carvey, for sure. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe that's just a product of getting older and everything what? back in the day seems like it was better than it is now. I think it ebbs and flows, right? Also, now, there's a lot more outlets for people who are funny. Sure. It, you, you don't have to just go through Saturday Night right. Live. That or, platform is not as yeah. big as what it or or um, isolated as was it, what it once was. Right. Not as much. It's still a, good, a lot of exposure, but it's like... It's not. Oh, I, I got to go there. That's the only spot where I can any I can be seen. I wonder what they get for viewers now. Saturday Night Live. I'm sure you could find out. I wonder if my mother still watches it. 
Your mom stays up that late or a little uh, DVR sometimes. Sunday morning situation? No, no, no. She's definitely not DVR'd it. All right. Well, like my mom and dad used to stay up to watch Jay Leno's monologue. I mean, I get that. My mom was a was a, a Letterman guy, and she would she would hang in there to to, to check that out. Letter NBC Letterman was the best. CBS Letterman, yeah, mm. yeah, it changed. Right, CBS changed the man. And then there became there's so many of the yeah. these late night programs now. You know, and they all just late live. night, late late night, all the different networks, super late night. Were yeah, you ever they, a Conan guy or no? No, but I respected the Conan people. I brought this up to uh, Jerry, I think, on the podcast the other day. Like, I feel like Letterman, NBC Letterman, was people thought they were, like, when you were a fan of Letterman and you found out other people liked Letterman, like, you couldn't believe, you're like, I can't believe I'm not the only one watching this and somebody else finds this funny. And then you hear all these comedians that came up, like Bill Burr and guys of that era, they were all Letterman guys, like, oh, that was a certain group of people. Mm Mm-hmm. Then there was another group. That next group came up being Conan people. It's like a coaching tree. Yes. Yeah. And there there were people, but I was already past the late night stuff. I wasn't that interested in Conan, but the group of uh, of uh, of uh, people who watched that, that for that era, it was Conan. Right. And I don't know that there's another Conan after that. Like, I don't know there was another guy. That, like, spawned a new group yes. of people. Yeah. It's too split up now. There's too many people. Market saturated. Mm, yeah. Mm. The, the audience is dissipated. Fallon, Kimmel. Yeah, I don't think like people are like, I don't think you're going to have great comedians, great stand-ups in the next few years that are going to come up going, when I saw Jimmy Fallon on right. The Tonight Show. No one's saying that. And that. Or that was the only guy. Or that Jimmy Kimmel is so hilarious. They take a little bit from everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel, who's now tells you how to behave. Meanwhile, he was <laughs> doing the man show. Please. <laughs> man. Get lost, Kimmel. You punk. Didn't he also do um, Win Ben Stein's Money? Yeah. Way back in the day? Yeah. Yeah. But he used to do What's in My Pants. He'd have girls sure. go reach down his pants. Oh, but but God forbid Trump says anything. Oh, my God. Urban should be kibble. Why do you See? Political. I stay away. What other notes and items you have? I got a couple other notes. Thank you for asking. I had another good one. Oh, you know, yesterday a bunch of the shows did this thing that came out from. NFL players that were telling you which teams suck to play right. for. The F minus for the Cardinals. Yeah, Cardinals got uh, bad review, reviews. And Making their players pay for food. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> um, yes, you know what? I did, you know, I heard Tiki and Tierney talking about this. Uh, Gio and Jerry had brought it up about these, uh, these, these, wh- the way the teams treat the players. Oh, we got to, oh, I'm the Cardinals. I, I have to pay for my food. What? Is the Odyssey feeding me every day? No. Go pay for your food. I mean, like they get so. Why yeah. is uh, why is why are the Cardinals responsible for for feeding Kyler Murray? You got fifty billion dollars. Go get your own yeah, food. I would say from two standpoints, um, and this is not a knock on Odyssey. Be clear <laughs> about that. All right. The worth of these franchises in the NFL. Number one. Number two. These are performance based athletes. Mm-hmm. They're paying them lots of money to perform All athletically. Right. Fair so enough. Health and diet is a big part of that. Especially, they're required to be at the facility and go through their workouts. Lift, you know, they have, they have, uh, you know, nutritionists. They have trainers. They have weightlifting programs. They have all this stuff that they've got to do. You're spending a lot of hours at that facility. It's a little different. Like they're not putting. It's not a nine to five situation. You know, let me pack my lunch in a brown bag. I've got a little. I've got an hour period for lunch here. You know. I mean, Odyssey does provide us with uh, fresh brewed Dunkin' coffee. But you guys kind of brokered that, right? 
brokered it? What do you mean? Brokered the deal with Delta. Oh, that I don't know. I don't do deals, CeeLo. I'm talent. See, I thought, I guess I missed, I thought that was a morning show uh, brokerage situation there. CeeLo, I am major talent. Yeah. I don't broker Which deals. is why you guys got so sensitive about the little Dunkin' fridges and the items that might, might have or not have been in there. Like sushi. Right. Yeah. I just like if a Containered Dunkin- sushi for five hours. Well, it starts with you putting sushi in the Dunkin' fridge for five hours. Then it turns into, oh, let's leave this overnight. I'm going to be back mm, here. But I didn't. Monday. Nope. Know what I'm saying? It's, I ate it. It's steps. It's a slippery slope. It's a thank you, Eddie. It's a slippery slope. It is a slippery slope. There was a Gatorade in there. That wasn't a Dunkin' coffee. I know it's not sushi. I understand. No, but I eyeballed it. You did. Yeah, I did. This this doesn't belong. <laughs> it didn't look yeah. right. What's and I wrong actually with thought this it was picture? yours. No, it was not. Okay, the sushi right. was just mine. And okay. I polished that bad boy off at five thirty in the morning. Good job. Uh, where do you get that sushi? Wegmans. I do like the Wegmans yeah. sushi. They make a nice sushi. They do. Although I don't like when you get sushi. In a supermarket, because, you know, when you go get sushi, the rice is warm and the fish is cool. Yes. When you go to get it at Wegmans, everything's, everything's cold. cold. I, <laughs> I don't like I that. I kind of don't like that. Yeah. A quick break here, Steve. Let me come back. I've got a, uh, a, a Jets item. I've got a Jaguars item. I've got a Toronto oh, Raptors oh, oh. item. I'm going to start with the Toronto's. Now. I'm going to start with the Toronto Raptors item next. we got our notes out of the way. Now we're delving into the items. Yeah, now I'm looking at the clock. I don't have a lot of time. I got to get to the items. Time crunch. And then uh, Gio and Jerry at 6 a.m. Yeah.